Welcome to the FMCA Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sandra Scheinbaum, founder and CEO of FMCA. Along with a team of co-hosts, we'll be bringing you conversations that will inspire you and pique your interest in functional medicine health coaching, including the business side of coaching. All right, so we're just going to get started here. I want to welcome each and every one of you to this chat with admissions. And we are going to, I'm going to welcome um, our panelists and our admissions team in just a quick second. Uh, My name is Elise Wagner. I am the co-founder and the chief wellness officer for the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. And I'm here today with two wonderful alums of the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. And I would love to introduce you to Carrie Schultz. Hi, Carrie. Hi. She is, is from Virginia. And you're going to hear a little bit more um, about her in just a little bit. And we also have Manaz. And there's Manaz. Hi. Manaz is originally from the UK. She's living in Saudi Arabia. And so we have a, a huge international community here um, at the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. But I would just love um, for those of you who are just coming in, please feel free to use the chat function, or you can use the Q&A if you have a question for us. We're definitely going to get to your questions. Um, You can use the chat and let us know where you're calling in from. We'd love to hear that. Um, I'm calling in from sunny and warm Chicago right now, so that's just wonderful. But I'd love to hand this over to Carrie to just do a mini introduction, um, and share a little bit about yourself, and then we'll move over to Manas. So feel free, Carrie. Go ahead. Hi. And- <laughs> Hi, I'm Carrie, and I am a graduate of the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. I'm also now on the admissions team. Um, I graduated in um, 2019, the fall of 2019, and um, I'm also a nationally board certified health and wellness coach. Um, besides that, I am a mom of two and a yoga instructor as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Carrie. And Manaz, how about you? Can you share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, similar to, to Carrie, I'm also a functional medicine certified health coach with FMCA. I graduated, well, I, I was actually a student in the first year of the program in 2016. Um, I work with FMCA in, in different roles and I um, also coach. So I love doing that. And uh, I'm also a national board certified health coach as well and have three children. Um, so very similar as well. Wonderful. And thank you so much. And during this time, we are going to be hearing about their experiences and specifically about how health coaching and what um, health coaching has given back to them. So we're going to talk all about this. I'm super excited. And whether you're here just because you're curious or maybe you're um, interested in becoming a health coach, um, and maybe this is just brand new for you and you're just starting your journey, wherever you are along the journey, um, we totally honor and, and accept, you know, we're, we're excited to support you around that. And, um, and we're here to also guide you because um, as you can see, you know, from our alums and our graduates, um, you're not alone. And so we're here to answer some questions for you that are going to be coming up. And again, feel free to use the Q&A chat feature to submit your own questions. 
And if we can't get to your very specific question, we are going to let you know how you can connect with us further. So let's get into the very first question. I would love to hear from Carrie first. Can you share a little bit about what surprised you the most in becoming a health coach? Yeah. So when I was looking for um, a program, I was really interested in functional medicine. That's where my passion was. I knew how that had changed my life for the better. Um, what I was so surprised about is how much really goes into coaching and um, the skills and the intricacies that um, go into being a coach. It really took me by surprise, but a pleasant surprise. And um, it definitely took me out of my comfort zone, but I always tell people that's where you grow when you're out of your comfort zone. So um, yeah, that's definitely what surprised me the most. I, I love that. I love that you are embracing the discomfort, right? In, in growing and um, and learning new different skills and tools and techniques. So um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And Manas, how about you? What surprised you the most as you were on your journey becoming a health coach? Well, there were a couple of things that surprised me. I think the first thing was um, this sense of complete freedom, because like many other people, I was drawn to this whole field of health coaching because I was a helper by nature. You know, it's like I just wanted to help people. And um, I found that by actually becoming a health coach, I could be free of that weight, you know, that, that burden of being a helper and all of the things that you know, that entails. And I was, I, it, I felt as if there was a weight lifted. Um, I could just completely, you know, be in a completely different space, because I was accompanying these people on their journey, where they were finding their intrinsic motivation. And then you realize that, you know, when, um, when you help someone to help themselves, that's when you've really helped them. So that was, I think, one of the, the first things and I think another really profound, um, you know, surprise for me was I didn't realize that every single coaching session, every encounter is actually a continuation of your own personal growth, your own transformation. And you realize, oh, my goodness, you know, when I when I start on this path, um, I'm a perpetual student. How amazing is that? Because I'm constantly learning. I'm constantly expanding. I'm witnessing all these light bulb moments from other people, but I'm also having them myself. So you're feeding that. And it's um, it's the two-way process. I think, I, I think that's what I, I found most surprising about it. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that, Manaz and Carrie. And just to kind of underscore what you said, and um, it really is a personal transformation as you become a health coach, as you start on this journey. Um, so many of our prospective students and now graduates who kind of come full circle and they graduate and they come back and they share at graduation and they say, oh, wow, I... Um, didn't quite know what was in store as far as how I was going to change and transform for the better and become, you know, a better mom or a better dad or a better person in general, and then be able to help people. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we see um, our graduates, you know, as they're coming to, to become a, a, is there a prospective student and then going through the program? I think they're seeing that, okay, this is something that can truly transform 
my life personally, and it can also support and help my kids or my family or, you know, the, the community that I work in or my clients. And it, and it's, it's a personal and professional transformation. And I think there's two other things that I really see. One is that people really see how much they truly love and find joy in this type of work and how it's really mission aligned or, you know, soul purpose aligned. It's really their part of their calling. And I would say the other thing that is surprising, what I hear from some of um, our health coaches is they don't need to have all the answers. They don't have to be perfect either. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to answer all the questions because it's truly all about the, the client in front of them, right? And, and allowing them to, to own their health and really be the driver. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you both for sharing that. And welcome to those who are just joining us. Feel free to use the chat and share where you're calling in from. If you have any questions, you can use the Q&A function and submit a question. And we're happy to, to answer those live. Um, so let's move to the next question. And this question is, what was your most rewarding coaching experience? So Manaz, would you like to kick us off with this one? Yeah, sure. Actually, I was thinking about that. I thought there are too many to choose from, but I've just been inspired by what you've just shared. Um, and I think it's an example that illustrates the impact of a coach. Um, I remember coaching a mother of five daughters and they were various, um, you know, varying ages from college all the way down to preschool. And I remember we came to the end of our coaching sessions and she said to me, you know, I came to you because I had some health issues and it became so much more. And I realized I'm not the person I was. Um, and I, I've actually changed as a mother, you know, my parenting style, uh, I, my relationship with my daughters has improved so much. And I'm just, she's, she was like, I'm so grateful for this. And it, I liken it to someone being in a room and then all of a sudden a window is opened that you didn't know existed. And there's a whole new world that's been exposed to you. And you come across all these new perspectives. She, she hadn't heard of like positive psychology. She hadn't applied it in her life, you know, the character strengths and, and how to use all of those mind-body techniques. So all of those things um, helped her so much. And I remember at that moment thinking, wow, you know, her five daughters are now going to have such a positive influence with their mother and seeing their mother's transformation when these five young women become mothers, you know, that's, that's, they, that's a transformation for them. And um, that's the ripple effect, you know, that I'm, that I think I find the most rewarding. When you coach someone, it's never just that one person. I love that you just said that. We need to quote that. That's just amazing. <laughs> it's never just that one person. Yeah. And what a gift. Truly, what a gift to be able to give herself and then to be able to give her, her daughters um, and to role model that. It's just, yeah, beyond rewarding. So thank you so much for sharing that story. It's a beautiful illustration. And Carrie, how about you? I mean, anytime someone um, 
you're coaching someone and something profound happens like their pain has been significantly reduced, which can be really a life changer for somebody, or if their sleep has improved so much, I can remember someone looking at me and being like, that has changed my life, you know, being able to sleep better. And we all know how important that is. So, I mean, those little things just mean so much, but it's also those little moments when you first get on a coaching session and you just see the person's face light up and they're so excited to tell you about what they accomplished since you last met. And it's just those little wins that, um, that just, they feel so good. Um, yeah. So, and when you were talking before, it's like, the person you're coaching doesn't even have to understand that you're, you're approaching this with functional medicine principles, they're going to reap the benefits of it. So um, it's, you know, it doesn't matter if they know that or not, uh, it still have a profound effect. Yeah, thank you um, for sharing that. And it really is about the small little moments. I think one of the most rewarding experiences that a coach can provide to someone is this, it's almost this invisible thing, but it's, it, it is and it's not, and I'll explain that. So it's the opportunity that a coach can provide to someone or a group of people, depending on if you're grouping, you know, coaching in groups or individuals, but it's this sense of safety and non-judgment and um, a safe space to, to really be seen as a human being and to be heard, that is, um, I think, one of this, the most crucial aspects that a coach can provide to someone. And you're right, it's, it's in those little tiny moments where you might ask a question or you might, um, you might be seeing something maybe that they're not saying right? Verbally, but they're showing with their arms or with their eyes or their facial expressions that you're able to, to see and call out lovingly in a nurturing way, of course. And to be seen and heard, I think is just a, a wonderful, wonderful gift that so many people are actually starved of right now. So yeah, thank you both for, for sharing that. So let's move on to the third question. And again, I really wanna encourage those who are attending live, feel free to use the chat, feel free to use the Q&A. Um, thank you for submitting a question. Um, we will get to that in just a quick second. Um, so I wanna move into this question of what gives you the most confidence with your health coach skills? So Carrie, would you like to answer this? Yeah, I still, feel sometimes when I start a coaching session, I feel that imposter syndrome. And I think it's important to let people know that, that um, that's okay. And that's normal to feel that like, can I really do this? Like, I'm, I'm definitely not the expert in all these subject matters. Um, but undoubtedly, when that coaching session is over, that's when I feel most confident. It's like, wow, we really accomplished something here. You know, they're really getting something out of this. Um, it's a very rewarding feeling. Yeah. So it, it's, it feeds them and it feeds me. Yeah. I love that. And thank you so much for pointing that out and normalizing this whole imposter syndrome. This is totally normal. Um, you know, you don't have to be this picture perfect, uh, version of health or perfect yourself. You know, we're, 
you're human. We're all human. Right. Um, and so we all have it. I have it. I know Sandy would say she's got it as well. Um, it's just all something we can normalize and, and work through and really support each other. So thank you for, for sharing that. And you're right. As you continue to, you know, hold space, not only for yourself as a coach, but also as you're coaching others, you do over time, you know, you gain, it's like coaching is like a, um, a muscle every time mm -hmm. you do it you're going to gain those uh, skills and you're going to start to just gain more confidence. So thank you so much for, for sharing that. And Manas, how about you? What gives you confidence in your coach health coach skill set? Well, I'd like to go back to initially when I wanted to do the program and I knew, okay, this is my passion and um, I'll see, but I come from a non-healthcare related field. And actually, I remember when I wrote in and you actually answered because it was like back in 2016 and I was so pleased and so touched. And I just felt that, oh, there is a way because you were so encouraging that, yes, it is possible. Um, and I remember thinking at the time, am I so I'm going to go from teaching to coaching. Can I make this work? You know, how will I, you know, and feeling that sense of, is it, am I going to be confident enough to do that? And also because... I was in a in a region, I was in a country where health coaching wasn't really well known and there were no functional medicine doctors at that time. Um, but I just knew it was something I really wanted to do. And the thing that actually gave me confidence was that FMCA is a collaboration with the Institute for Functional Medicine. And I knew that all the information I was getting was science-based. I knew that it was research-backed information. So I could you know, stand up, you know, with a, with a straight spine and say, hey, um, this information I'm giving you, I'm giving to you from the experts at YFM. And so there, that definitely instilled confidence in me. Um, and then obviously to top that, FMCA itself, you know, the program brought in the best of the best when it comes to positive psychology, uh, mind-body medicine, you know, all the coaching skills. So I found that having this really strong foundation, it enabled me to build that confidence, you know, step by step. If I hadn't had this foundation, it wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have been where I am today. And I think, um, I think that was the most important thing for me. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. And it, you know, it, it kind of highlights, I'll just kind of go uh, 30,000 foot level here, just the overall program in general, you know, where you're getting the content, right? So you're learning from experts in their field and everything, everything is research backed and evidence based. It's not theory. And then also your, the entire uh, length of the program, 12 months, and I'll say beyond in our alumni program, you're having the opportunity to actually practice in those live training sessions that we're offering. So three times a month or two hours at a time, you're on Zoom, you're practicing those different skills and tools and techniques. You're actually integrating all of that content and that knowledge. And it's really weaving together, you know, and becoming just a part of your, your being, right? And your, your coach skill set. And that is something I think that's a beautiful um, implementation of learning the content and practicing for the entire year. So I just heard actually, I was on office hours the other day and, um, you know, a graduate say, well, you know, actually I've been 
now I think of it, I've been kind of coaching the entire year. I've had a whole year of coaching underneath my belt. So I feel really good about going out into the world and starting to coach my clients. So that felt really good. So I could tell that, you know, the confidence comes in a lot of different ways. And I'll add one more, um, you know, there's, there's the content, there's the live training sessions, but then there's also this community that is supportive. And just um, what I just see is this beaming <laughs> light of, of people who are there to support and encourage and um, are willing to, to reach out. I was on office hours last night, actually, and someone was talking about, um, I really want to role play open-ended questions. And you get like three people who are saying in the chat, like, okay, just give me a shout or email me, or I'm going to, I can get on zoom with you and help you out. It's just a beautiful space. So thank you both for highlighting that. I want to head over to Sruti's um, question. Thank you so much. So you're calling in from San Jose, California. Um, and Sruti says, can you talk a little bit about how you knew that coaching was what you wanted to do? So Carrie, I'll start with you first. This is from the Q&A. Can you mind repeating it one more time? I was having an issue with the slide. <laughs> okay, no worries. Um, she was asking, can you talk a little bit about how you knew that coaching was what you wanted to do? Okay, so this is like kind of like Manaz said, um, that you felt like you were born into this. So, you know, that you were always knew that helping people was something that you were supposed to do. Um, I may have shared this before, but I can remember in high school being selected to be part of a group that was called Natural Helpers. And it was a peer selected group um, to train you on how to, to help people. And so it just was like something that's been in me. Um, I just didn't know how to go about it. And, uh, you know, think back and in, in, you know, when I was uh, going into college and picking the practical career, I think deep down inside, knowing that it wasn't passionate about it, it was more practical. Um, and, you know, just through, you know, life lessons and my own personal health journey, uh, it guided me here. And um, it may have taken a little bit longer than uh, I would have liked, but um, I think we learn everything along the way. And there's a, there's a reason that we go the path we go. And um, just glad to be glad to have found FMCA and, and be here. Yeah, we are too. We are uh, very glad that you found FMCA as well. And listen to your passion, listen to your calling. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's never too late. <laughs> absolutely right. It is never too late. Yes, no. yes, yes, yes. We have, oh my gosh, you know, talk about, um, I know this is a question that we get a lot, you know, it's like, am I too old to start a different career? Can I start the coaching career? And it's like, absolutely not. You are not too old. You, um, you just follow your passion and <laughs> we're going to support you and uh, doing so. So yeah, thank you for, for bringing that up. And Manaz, how about you? How did you, how did you know? Um, I think I wouldn't be able to add anything to what Kerry actually said. She summed it up so beautifully and perfectly. It really is a calling within your heart. You know that this is something you want to do. And then you set the intention and everything else falls into place. Yes, very true. You know, there's something about, I think there's something to be said for some uh, intuitiveness here. Sometimes that gets pushed uh, beyond. And I really do believe that intuitiveness or that intuition needs a seat at the 
coaching table, if you will. Um, there's definitely uh, a sense or this calling and this intuitive knowing that this is just the path that I need to be on. Um, and I know for me, um, what really guided me into this entire you know field, and it wasn't coaching at the beginning, um, because I went and did the whole psychology and counseling route and nutritionist route. But for me, I think one of it was the top strength that I have, which is a coaching strength, which is curiosity. And I've always been that curious person asking those questions. Well, why and what? And tell me a little bit more about this. And really just continuing to excavate and dig and dig and dig. <laughs> I like to get to the root cause. So for me, um, that was that was kind of a little bit of a couple signals, if you will, that, that helped me move into this, this area. So I hope that answers your question. And feel free, Sruti, to um share, you know, a little bit about you know what's coming up for you, what might be you know, signaling you as this, as this calling. So feel free to share that in the chat or the Q and a, um, so we'll move on to the next question here, which is how do you support the health coaching industry? So Man Manaz, would you like to share? Well, I'd like to share that I'm really grateful and blessed <laughs> to be working for FMCA because I get to really support the international students journey through FMCA, whether it's, you know, if it's an international student, I get to, you know, perhaps it's a call in admissions, perhaps it's as um, a facilitator, um, or it might be in the international relations coordinator role for our alumni once they're out in the world as functional medicine coaches. Um, and I think uh, another way is just simply coaching in a region where functional medicine health coaching is relatively new because it's so needed. And just doing that, I feel that's really supporting um, the health coaching industry. Yeah, beautifully said. Whether you're in your um, you know, hometown or community or within your family, or if you use a coaching, you know, Let's say you use an open-ended coaching question in line at the grocery store. I would say that counts as supporting the entire industry and creating a culture, a coaching culture, right? Um, so thank you so much for sharing that, Manaz. And Carrie, how about you? I'm going to be a little bit more like specific about my answer in the sense that like we have a very um, active alumni group at FMCA, and um, we have a the Facebook group in particular where a lot of um, coaches, graduates will go there if they have a question about the industry or maybe patient specific. And it's a great way to support one another, to answer those questions, to encourage um, our counterparts and um, to ask our own questions, to, again, to show our own vulnerability, um, connect with other coaches on you know, their personal um, Facebook or Instagram pages. And again, um, like their posts, support them, give them the confidence to follow through on what their endeavors are. Um, and you had mentioned before, Elise, about our live training sessions. And these are uh, small, intimate groups that you travel through the program with. Um, and like I said, I graduated in 2019. I still get together with the people in my cohort, uh, probably about every other month, uh, we get together. Again, not everyone, but we, you know, whoever's available. I, just for that whole purpose is to support one another, to ask each other, what are you up to? What are you working on? What do you need support with? What questions might you have? 
um, and just to, you know, still connect and keep that community going. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. And that really is, I think, part of it, the community is, is a huge piece to supporting this entire health coaching industry. And it really is a supportive, um, positive, very uplifting community that is there to, to just help. Um, and really, I, I would say, I, would, I want to say everyone to make a huge generalization, but so many of our uh, members in our community really do practice, you know, what they, what they preach. And I would say, you know, with every single question that you ask, um, space that you're holding, you know, the non-judgmental space with every um, session that you have, with every time that you're going out and educating a, another human being, whether it's a practitioner or a provider or a child or an adult or an elder or whoever it is, you know, about health coaching or even about, um, you know, functional medicine and health coaching, that is absolutely supporting, you know, the overall health coaching industry. So, and I would say another thing as well is, you know, one of the things that we really talk about, and we're happy to answer these questions a little bit more in depth, especially if you have questions around scope of practice and staying within scope of practice is a million percent, I would say, supporting the health coach industry and just making sure that um, everyone is staying in their lane and, um, you know, the doctors are doing what their role is and the coaches are staying within their role. And so we can certainly talk a little bit more about that. Um, and I encourage you to reach out if you do have questions on them, because uh, we, we love to chat about that. So I'd love to move to the next question. Um, one of my favorite questions, and this is all about, um, you know, we, we get a lot of people who say, and especially I think we as a whole collective of functional medicine coaching, we always say, you know, this is just such a joyful um, community or it's such a joyful career and space to be in. And so let's, let's really dig into this. Does health coaching really bring you joy? Like we keep saying that it does. <laughs> so Avinash, do you want to share? Um, it is an absolutely beautiful question, and I and I did give it some. Um, you know, I was like, oh, when you asked me that question, <laughs> uh, the first thing that came into my mind was the Obi Wan Kenobi line. You know, it's like you're my only hope, because um, when people come to you and they've tried so many different things and they're really at the end of their tether, they've lost hope. You know, and um, when you're able to actually help them renew that hope that is the thing that gives me true joy. I think when, um, just in general, when we describe this, this what is joy, we're describing it as, as like an expansion in our hearts. But I would say that for me, it permeates my whole being. I, I, I feel the joy in my eyes because I'm able to see the real beauty of this energetic being in front of me that I'm coaching. Um, I feel the joy in being fully present and listening so deeply that it's as if I can hear the whispers in their heart and I can reflect that back to them. So for me, the joy is, is complete. It's joy in a whole sense. Uh, that's the way that I would describe it. Oh, Manaz, that is, uh, those are actually, yeah, my eyes are actually welling up a little bit. That's a beautiful um, illustration of 
of how um, health coaching actually brings you joy. Thank you for sharing that because I, I can feel it. I don't know if you all can feel it. It's very palpable um, to be able to do something that brings you this much joy. I mean, wow, you know, and I, I can really do, I mean, I know this might seem a little <laughs> extreme, but I do really feel my, my heart and my chest, you know, kind of expanding as you are talking about it, because as someone who, you know, we've all had that opportunity where we've been in a, in a situation where we've been able to coach someone and, and really be with them, be present with them, see them, hear them, fully experience them, right? And there is some magic that happens a million percent. So thank you so much for sharing. That was beautifully said. What did you say? The whispers in their heart. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you. Carrie, how about you? The coaching really does infiltrate your whole life. Like it just, it's not just a job. It really, it becomes your life. It becomes part of your identity and who you are. Um, and I can think of two examples that really just brought me joy recently. Um, a woman I had worked with, she works at the local Trader Joe's. And I was in there the other day, just on a Saturday shopping. And, and I see her and I'm like, hey, how are you? And you could tell she really wanted to engage. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pause and, and give her this moment. And she just was so excited to share with me that she is now a size 14 and doesn't have to wear plus size clothes anymore. And I was so touched that she wanted to share that with me and that she's so proud of herself. Um, I mean, I have goosebumps thinking about it. The, that was really special. Um, and then I can think of another example where a gentleman, um, and this wasn't a coaching client, but like I said, this infiltrates every part of your life. It's a, a yoga student of mine, but I was teaching about turning frustration into gratitude. And um, I kind of incorporate these, see these, uh, or say weave these lessons into a yoga class. Um, and I saw that he posted on Facebook about how he was, had a very frustrating experience. Maybe it was with TurboTax or something with his taxes. And he's like, but I listened to that lesson from Carrie about turning frustration into gratitude. And here he was spreading this out to all, this, all these other people. So here's this little seed that I planted and I'm watching it grow and spread. Um, and again, it just, there's no other way to put it than it brings you joy. Yeah, thank you. That that um, gave me goosebumps as well, for sure. It's those little seeds that you're planting. And I would say, you know, when we collectively as an admissions team are speaking to prospective students, that in and of itself, those calls are many little coaching calls. And they are little pops of joy because whether someone enrolls or not, or they stay with us and just they're just part of our community. I would say nine times out of 10 on these phone calls, there is an insight or a light bulb moment, something that clicks because we really do take the time to sit and have a conversation with you and to ask open-ended questions and to dig a little bit deeper and to say, you know, hmm, we kind of heard some hesitation there. Can we talk about that? Let's just, let's just talk about that for a second. That kind of stuff just really brings us joy as we are meeting you all where you're at and helping you move towards your journey 
again, whether that is at FMCA or you find another path, but if we can be that stepping stone and support you along that way, I know that that totally brings each and every one of us joy. We just love it. We eat it up. So, um, and we hope that it brings you some joy as well. Um, and I want to share uh, Sruti's comment really fast, if I may. Um, she just says, says, hearing all you all speak, um, she pulled up her personality assessment for, from over 10 years ago and realized that her top ones were helper and restorative. Just wait, Sruti, until you are in the program and you do this. Thanks. Uh, actually, you should be getting that email soon. Um, and she said, ironically, I've worked hard to be everything else just to climb the corporate ladder only to realize I feel empty. Your comments help me remember those assessments. Thank you. And you're so welcome. And I'm so um, glad that that, you know, brought back some, some uh, uh, good memories, hopefully. So thank you so much for sharing. And we have a couple other um, questions that have come in. And so I'd like to take a moment to ask or answer those. And Maria had uh, wrote in, what types of job opportunities health, health coaching brought to you? Have you found that health coaching is a good job to have while having a family? So Carrie, would you like to answer that? Um, health coaching is a fantastic job to have as a family. Um, you know, whether you are working for someone or starting your own practice, um, a lot of coaching is done remotely via Zoom. Um, you can make your own schedule. Uh, it's very um, friendly to having a family. You can do it at nights, on weekends, while your kids are at school. Um, it's, it's extremely flexible. <laughs> Very flexible. I would definitely agree. And Manas, how about you? What would you say about that? Again, I agree with Kerry. I mean, having a family um, and just being, you know, you're at home, you're able to do it um, on Zoom online and be coaching anywhere in the world. And you can still give your children a hug and, and, and sort of see them for a few minutes in between. You wouldn't be able to do that if you were, you know, somewhere else. So um, I think there are just so many pluses to being able to, to do health coaching while you have a family and being able to implement it with your family as well, I think is, is a big thing. Yeah, absolutely. So being able to implement it with your family, being able to coach from anywhere and reach people beyond state or country lines, being able to have a flexible schedule, um, make your own you know time, especially that's huge, I think within the program as well, where, um, the content that's delivered on a monthly basis, you can pretty much make up your own schedule, how you're going to um, devour, or get through, consume the content, as I say, um, whether you want to watch it or listen to it or download the slides or read the transcripts, there is no right or wrong way to do so. So as you're going through the program, it's very flexible, but then as you're um, actually out in the world of coaching, it is also very flexible. You can really make your own schedule depending on if you're working for yourself or perhaps you might be working uh, for someone else. But then what we hear a lot of graduates say as well is that there is a lot of flexibility uh, within the coaching world. And, you know, regarding different types of job opportunities that health coaching has um, brought, you know, I would say from a very broad view, um, there's, you know, you can pretty much do, I think you can bring health coaching into any type of job opportunity. I really think uh, and believe that 
coaching skills and tools um, can come into any um, uh, sphere of, of, you know, the job world and can certainly support. Um, what we typically see is three main buckets, if you will, of where our graduates are working. So the first bucket is they're working for themselves. They're going to open up their own coaching business and they might be seeing clients personally, one-on-one um, -on -one or uh, in groups. Then um, they could also be offering uh, group coaching or creating programs in different classes, or again, those individual one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching sessions. We also see as bucket two, um, students or graduates who are working alongside providers or practitioners in a collaborative care team. So that could be in a wellness center or a private practice or a hospital system. Um, and so again, seeing clients one-on-one, -on -one, or in groups or creating programs. Um, and then we see in the corporate space where um, some people who have come from the corporate world, they go back to their roots, but they're bringing their coaching skills and tools and they're offering um, group programs or programming, wellness programming for different corporations. And again, um, supporting people whether it's with individualized coaching or, or group coaching. So I would um, encourage you to also think about, you know, what would, what would be your ideal job or outcome? What would you love to do? What does that look like for you? Because um, I truly believe that you can create that if that's what you, what you want. And the coaching world has that opportunity right now and flexibility to do so. Um, and there was another question that came in by Sruti, and I'll go ahead and um, answer this live. Um, she is curious, how did you build your coaching practice and find your clients? I hear that you have to be social media savvy and constantly put yourself out there to do that. And it worries me a little bit. So I totally get that. I know it worries a lot of other people. Um, who would like to go ahead and answer that? Manaz, would you like to start us off here? Um, I've got a very simple answer to that because um, when, when, whenever someone says, well, you know, even among the alumni, they say, how, how do you find more clients? And I always say, do the work to get the work. Like as, when you coach someone and they've had that success with you, they don't hold back. They are so happy to share that with other people. So as long as you're happy, as long as you're, you know, willing to have those conversations, as long as you're willing to um, ask them for a referral, they always are happy to refer people to. And in fact, people ask them, what have you done? What have you been doing that, you know, there's all this change that has come about. And so it doesn't um, have to be all of these other things. Um, once you start coaching and you have good results, which you will have, obviously, if you've got the right foundations, um, they will actually bring you more clients. So the work actually brings you more work. It's about just getting out there and actually doing it. Thank you, Manaz. And Carrie, how about you? Um, I like to say, where are your clients? And go where your clients are. So if it's maybe a niche that you're trying to um, serve, where, where are those people and how can you present yourself, giving them a, maybe a nice little presentation, educational um, uh, tidbit or whatever, and get in front of them and be where they are. And that was a great way to get your clients. Um, I too found it very shocking that once people find out what you're doing, that they just come out of the woodwork. 
And it surprises you, the people that come up and say, hey, I, I heard you're doing this. I could really use some help with X, Y, Z. Um, and I was really surprised at how those people just, just come up. Or they may even, it might be a few years later. It just recently happened to me. Um, someone that I'd spoken to in two years was like, hey, I remembered you're doing this. Could you coach me about this? And I was, sure. But most importantly, be where your client is and get in front of them that way. That's a great um, tip. Love that. I was going to say that as well is are your clients, you know, on social media? And if so, what social media platform are they using? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook or are they on LinkedIn? Or maybe they're not on social really at all. And that's okay too. Um, so I think that's one of the first questions to, to answer. I love this from one of our graduates. I was interviewing her. Her name's Carrie, um, not this Carrie Schultz, but um, another Carrie. And she was sharing how she has built up her uh, clientele. And it's just the most fun, fabulous way. I never would have thought of this. Um, and she actually has gotten little stickers and she puts those on her car and it says, you know, um, whatever her business name is, health coaching, and it has her phone number. So I don't know if you feel comfortable doing that, but that's a way that she's actually gotten clients. It's unique. It's creative. Um, you know, she certainly probably gets clients in her area, in her community. Um, so, but there is lots of different ways that you can build up your clientele, but I would just underscore, you know, what Carrie shared, go where your clients are. And what Manaz said as well is really just do the coaching, go back to the fundamentals, because when you do a great job and you support someone in the transformation, that's going to speak volumes for itself. So um, you don't have to be total social media savvy uh, to, to get clients and to be successful. So I hope that that answers your question. Thank you so much for asking it. Um, another question that we uh, get is, and this is from Deb, she says, what is a physician looking for in a coach? And we get a lot of practitioners and physicians reaching out to FMCA saying, I want to hire an FMCA graduate. How do I do this? So Carrie, Manaz, what do you hear some of these doctors saying when they're looking for a functional medicine certified health coach? So I think doctors really are, they need the time. They don't have the time to spend with their patients. And so they need that person that's able to handhold and uh, to meet with that person more regularly and to answer the questions and to, to be that support, that guidance, uh, that person holding them accountable to making sure that, you know, six months from now when the doctor can see them again, that there's been progress made and that you're there, you know, with them every step of the way to do that. Yeah, that's wonderful. Absolutely. And Manas, how about you? Well, quite simply, you know, the physicians know that they, they're finding the root cause and they, they tell them what to do. And it's the how, it's the implementation, it's that behavior change that they really need the coaches for. Um, and so it comes back to the coaching skills again. Absolutely. You know, and we just had career week and I was listening to some of the different providers and practitioners saying what type of characteristics are they looking for when hiring a coach? 
What really surprised me was that none of them said, I am looking for someone who has a degree or a background in healthcare um, or X and Y number of degrees. The number one thing that this particular doctor I'm thinking of uh, and a couple others shared across the board, the number one thing was passion. I want someone who's passionate and this is their purpose. And I think another thing that really attracts doctors, specifically uh, doctors that are looking for a functional medicine trained health coach is that they speak the same language. So that when you've got a doctor or a practitioner or a physician who is providing a two to three minute directive to a patient and perhaps a coach, that coach can then kind of turn over to the, the patient or the client as we call it and turn that two minute directive into a two month or two week or sometimes two year, you know, depending on what the, the issues are into a much longer conversation, a much deeper conversation and a much more meaningful conversation that actually transfers into change, transformational change. So I think that's a, a huge thing that physicians are looking for is the passion. They can speak the same language and um, someone who is just willing and, and ready to, to be coached, to coach others. And I would also say the last thing is someone who's able and okay with um, tech technology and being able to coach over Zoom as well. So great question, Deb. And we've got just a couple more questions before we wrap up for today. Um, we get this question a lot and I wanna, I wanna answer it because I think it's a really good, uh, I think some, a lot of people are here and that's okay. So Debbie asks, you know, I'm really interested, but I'm just not ready yet. And that's okay. So Carrie, what would you say uh, to someone who is interested, but they're just not ready yet to join, mm -hmm. and become a coach? It's hard because I, I feel like we're never quite a hundred percent ready. And, um, it's like having kids. Are you ever a hundred percent ready to have kids? <laughs> But sometimes you just kind of have to jump in and, and dive in, dive into it. And um, I find that some, a lot of people want to have a clear vision of how their coaching is going to look after they graduate. And that's human nature to want to be able to do that. But I encourage you to let the process unfold as you go through the program. And you just never know what's going to come up or what as you go through the curriculum, what you might find most interesting, you're most passionate about and allow that to unfold and just be in the experience. Yeah. I love that. Just let the process unfold. That's just beautiful. Um, and you're absolutely right. You know, sometimes we just have to start before we're ready. Um, and I've got a couple more things to say about that, but I want to let Manaz share a little bit too. Go ahead, Manaz. Yeah, well, I think when, when someone says I'm interested, but I'm not ready, um, that metaphor comes in my mind of um, a seedling um, underneath the soil. There is so much going on underneath the soil. There is just so much going on. And all they need is a little bit of watering <laughs> and you know the need to give it that attention. And it just bursts through from underneath. And it's you know reaching up. It wants that sunshine. And I think having a conversation sometimes is that starting point. Um, it's that point of growth. So if someone is interested, but they're not ready, you don't, it doesn't mean that you have to be ready now. I've had conversations with people. It happens like 
two years later, it's a long cycle, it's a long process, um, because there are lots of things that need to be sorted out in between. But that conversation was the catalyst of them actually starting that journey and sort of making, setting that intention of this is what I really want to do. Yeah, beautifully said, absolutely. And it can just start with a conversation, like you said. And so I encourage anyone who is listening or watching, if you are curious and you do want to continue the conversation, um, you, I encourage you to, to absolutely reach out to us. And of course, on the screen here, there are many ways that you can reach out to us, whether it's phone or email, or you can hop onto our website and um, you can actually schedule a call to speak with one of us. And we're happy to chat with you and just hold that space to have that conversation, you know, and readiness. It's such a important concept, especially in the coaching world, right? So um, it's, it's okay if you're not ready. And I encourage you to, to kind of explore some of that with yourself or with one of us, you know, um, readiness is, is part of this, you know, there's a couple ingredients to the readiness recipe. I always say there's, you know, importance, how important um, is this for you and how committed are you and how confident are you right now? And so um, being able to kind of excavate some of those, those questions and understand that a little bit more can also help you to move towards being uh, a little bit more ready, you know, to, to begin your journey. So we're happy to support you along that as well. And the last question of the day, um, this is uh, from Marana and she's asking, is this webinar suitable for the health workers all over the world? I live in Africa. And so I'm going to head this over to Manaz because um, she is our international, among being an admissions team member, she's also our international relations coordinator. Um, and we have a, a very robust international uh, student community and alumni community. So Manaz, what would you have to say about this? Well, she said, is it suitable? And I'd say it's not suitable, it's essential. <laughs> because when you think about it, it is needed all over the world. It is needed. It's so needed. And there are many places that don't have this. And um, we need to be there. So, you know, those people, those brave souls that want to step forward and be the first in different places, FMCA is here to support you with that. Um, you know, I've been there. Uh, there are many, um, you know, alums that have been there in different countries. There has to be a first. There has to be that first few um, group of like pioneers that are <laughs> chopping down that forest, you know, making that path, creating it. Um, and when you do that, I mean, there's so much more that can that that can come about. Um, and we've seen we, we've seen incredible examples. So. Um, I would say really it's it's so important, it's essential that, that people take part in this all over the world. Thank you, Manaz. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I just wanna say thank you to everyone who is watching today, whether you're watching live or the recording. Thank you so much to our graduates, Carrie and Manaz and our admissions team members. We're so grateful um, for each and every one of you and just the passion and um, the passion that you bring and the purpose. It's just uh, remarkable. We're, we're very blessed uh, to have an amazing 
team. And um, again, thank you so much for joining us, for asking those questions, for listening, and for leaning into your curiosity and just being a part of this community. We are here to support you um, on your journey towards coming, becoming a functional medicine certified health coach. Um, and we really would love to continue the conversation with you. So you can reach out, you can schedule a call with us, you can email us, um, you can enroll with us and whatever that looks like, we look forward to staying connected to you. I also wanted to let you know that we do have our September, 2022 enrollment happening now through August 18th, and you are more than welcome. We invite you to use the code, my career week. That is one word, my career week for 15% off of our standard tuition. So once again, to continue the conversation, please reach out. You can schedule a call. You can email us. Um, we are here to support you on this journey towards becoming a functional medicine certified health coach and just bettering the world in general. So thank you once again. Have a good rest of your day and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye now. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more episodes of Fresh from FMCA. Want to learn more about health coaching? Head over to our website, functionalmedicinecoaching.org.